0: Hey, Coconut Heads, today is a segment I like to call G's Flick Picks. If you don't already know, I'm a huge film goer and love talking about movies. In G's Flick Picks, I'll tell you what I watched and let you know if you should screen it or stream it. So I usually go to the movies one to three times a week. But October, if you listen to the last episode on Coconut Connection, it was a month that I wasn't able to go to the movies. For all these different reasons. In fact, I couldn't focus on anything. I blame it on the grade, retrograde, whatever. At the end of the month of October and the beginning of November, G got a groove back. And yes, I am happy to be back in the movie theaters. I will review two movies that I've watched recently. The first up is Dune. Now, I remember this movie back in the 80s, and I had no desire to watch it back then, nor read the book. So there's that. My partner, however, watched this movie repeatedly when he was a kid because his dad loved this movie. So he was more excited to see it than me. First off, here's the premise. A mythic and emotionally charged hero's journey, Dune, tells the story of Paul Andretti's a brilliant and gifted young man born into a great destiny beyond his understanding who must travel to the most dangerous planet in the universe to ensure the future of his family and his people. As malevolent forces explode into conflict over the planet's exclusive supply of the most precious resource in existence, a commodity capable of unlocking humanity's greatest potential, which they call spice by the way, only those who can conquer their fear will survive. Okay. So that's the premise that was written in IMDb. With that said, I would have totally written this synopsis differently. I would have said, this is about a boy named Paul who is groomed to be the leader of, of Aldredi's. He seems to have also have mystical powers that cause him to have these dreams of the people. Uh, his people is about to colonize, conquer under the mask of diplomacy. It seems to be the classic haves or have-nots as Paul people live on a lush, bountiful planet and the people that are about to conquer live in dust and dunes with sandworms and shortage of water. And the only thing they have of value is quote-unquote spice, which many want to take, commodify, and use without mutually benefiting the people they take or do business with. There are not many women in this film, and most of the women here are portrayed as witchy, veiled, or exotic. So you guessed it. I didn't care for it. But I am going to give another chance. I think part of my cranky review is that the concession stand was closed before I could purchase a drink. And since 90% of the film is set in a desert, I was parched, restless, and thirsty the whole two hours and 55 minutes. yes. Y'all better have napped before this because with previews, it's three and a half hours long. But I am planning to watch it again tonight and see if I change my mind. This time, I'll be better prepared. A big reason why I agreed to watch this movie was Jason Momoa. And let's say we need to see more Jason Momoa on the big screen. However, and this is not a spoiler, we don't get to see him enough in Dune. You'll understand why if you see the movie. For now, I say stream it, and make sure you have a lot of water and snacks on hand. Next up, Eternals. This will be easy. If you like the Marvel Universe, you'll like this. It's a typical MCU production with a cast of, quote-unquote, space Avengers, and you easily get attached and like them. Remember to stay for the bonus videos at the end. Then look up what it all means when you get back from the theater, like we did. The premise is this, following the events of Avengers Endgame, an unexpected tragedy forces the Eternals, ancient aliens who have been living on Earth in secret for thousands of years, out of the shadows, reunite against mankind's most ancient enemy, the Deviants. You do wonder where these guys were during Thanos and the Blip. But they explained that their function was not to interfere in human conflicts because war causes advancement and technology and blah, 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 blah. Yo, they could have just helped the homies out, though. But I digress. The casting was good. Each character complemented each other. Marvel always does a great job introducing characters you don't know. And with, with the writing and the action, it tells a great story and tells some of their backstories, et cetera. The only thing I wish, but this is just being picky, was maybe to know one or two of the characters before this film so that way I felt I had an anchor to the movie, a reference point. You know, someone I can make connections to. But I think the movie as a whole does this with one of the main characters, Cersei, who is Hema Chan, who's one of the characters from Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, love to see an Asian lead. Who we see the conflict through her point of view. All in all, definitely superhero heads need to watch this film. And can I say, I love seeing Shang-Chi's character added to the intro of the Marvel logo. Yes. So screen it and make it a movie night out. That's all I have for y'all. Let me know what you thought of both of these movies. If you've seen it, check out our Instagram page at CoconutConPod or just search for The Coconut Connection where we post new episodes every Sunday. Have a blessed and bountiful day.